welcome everybody to another episode of Drinks and Dialogue. I'm Greg. I'm Quita. Can we start the mic? We are trying to figure out this equipment for today. Listen, we have to focus right. Um, is it focus? Is it focus right? Yes. Oh, okay. We have a focus right. Um, uh, Xbox. And we have the microphone that comes with it. The Scarlet mic. And what's that one? Uh, Sterling Audio. So if you know, and we are using Audacity, so if you know of any additional programming, because we, one week we sound great, the other weeks we sound trash, I don't get it, we've been using the same software boxing for the last three years, and this shit's working my nerves. And it's like, every time I look, it's always like Audacity is like in the top three of, you know, products, and so I'm gonna see if it's like what it is we need and maybe today i'll dig into the computer and look at best things that we can use and i know we don't need mic stands uh, i know we need that because everybody i look at half stands they don't usually hold the mic yeah i bought mic stands you know what you did with them they didn't go with the mics they did no they did not i tried to put them together they did not go mm. with the mics i definitely tried um, but everybody have actual mics in, so that's something we gotta, we just gotta invest in all the co-product stuff again, so, and, um, who knows, maybe our, our box is messed up, and we better need to get a new, uh, box, um, but we'll see, so, we are, um, I don't think we're drinking anything this morning, because it's early. I am drinking Chai Rubis tea, um, I am a spice lover, so I always do two minutes, and I always eat for at least two minutes. I'm drinking water. It's, and I also have water as well. Yeah, it's super buzz Monday. And it's good to hydrate um, early mornings. Um, as soon as you get up, like within the first like 10 minutes, you should be drinking um, at least 20 ounces of water. Remind me, I have something to say about black history. Write it down. Because I'm not going to remember. Okay, let's go ahead and go through what you got. Uh, a list, a slew, a slew of things. Uh, this week. It is politics. It's, not, it's, it's not a lot of fuckery. Um, I didn't say that because whatever reason this week, I just was not into watching the news. So, actually, we're doing politics last because I just realized Kevin Trump is about to come on, so then he will tell me what I need to know this week. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so I'm going to start off with family stuff. Again, um, Drake mentioned that. We eat Super Bowl Sunday. Now, I I watched what? What game did I watch? We watched the Patriots and the... the they played the Rams. Kansas City. Kansas, okay. So I watched this game, okay? You know I stay on the cat, but somehow I had way, like, one too many glasses of wine and I allowed for it to stay on the NFL. I don't know what was happening. And I watched this game and I was just like, I don't want to see Brady in the freaking Super Bowl. Nine to five. I mean, five of nine. They didn't win. I am over it. However, I did listen to Tim Tebow yesterday. Um, he was talking to, on his stage show, he was talking to Craig, Craig Miller. And what he said made so much sense. Outside of my personal feelings of just wanting to see someone fresh face in me, 
at the Super Bowl, what he said was that Brady trains his all year for that moment. He trains all year. Everything that he does is for that moment. And I have to respect that. Like, that's like a pure form of discipline. And, and you know, that's why, you know, people don't like Floyd. He's cocky, he's arrogant, but people don't realize Floyd, when he was boxing, he trains all year. He wasn't trying to be a rapper. He wasn't trying to be a basketball player. Well, he let's, let's be fair. He could not be a rapper. But, but still, no, he, he tried to rap. Um, no, he shouldn't because reading is not the um, But, you know, but, you know, you have athletes, when they get a little bit of money, they try to do everything. Everything was, you know, like Floyd said, this is my craft, this is my money maker, so I need to focus and lock in. And so you see what happens when you lock in to that one sport, and that's the only thing you focus on. I mean, much as I don't like Brady, I really respect his grind, I really respect his, his progression because he was, he probably had the worst, um, he had the worst combine ever in history. But look how that turned out. And so then I see him, and I use Tom Brady now as an example. Like, look at Brady. He got drafted damn near almost at the end, but he came through as now one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. You can't deny him that. And you're right. He has... Um, wow. So, like, male cheerleaders was a real deal. Yes, yes, male cheerleaders. Okay, so sorry. We watching today, I mean, Sunday today, and they talk about the change in cheerleaders where it went from actually male cheerleaders to all female cheerleaders, and now you got about four, I think about four or five, uh, male cheerleaders in the NFL now, which yes. is cool, which yeah. is cool. I think it's a cool thing, because Dallas Cowboys was an epitome of cheerleading. You wanted to be, as a girl, a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. If you've been that vain, like, that was the ultimate goal, to be a Dallas Cowgirl cheerleader. Yes, I, as a child, wanted to be a Cowboys cheerleader because they of the boots and the, the outfits. And they, but they should have been tense. You know, that reality show? Yeah. That shit was intense, like... But it did share a light on what that world was like. Um, I follow this girl on YouTube, Sierra Hernandez, and she tried out for the um, pros as well. Very and, petty. And she didn't make it, and she was good. It's very petty. You have to look a certain, you know, it's only one or two black girls on every team. Every trip, it's only one or two. Outside of the other boys, if these girls, these ladies have to deal with the skimpy suits, the sexual harassment. But here's the thing. With the with the attire, I feel that that's a choice that you make because you know that's a part of the job. Now I'm not saying that the attire can't be updated or changed or and it has to be those all the time. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you. It's like going to football. You know you gotta wear pads, so either you like being in pads or you're gonna deal with it or you're not, and you just won't like. I think some of it, you know, you definitely can change it up to look a little bit, you know, more professional, I guess. Like, the, the I look, they're looking at the coach cheer team. They change their uniforms to look more like uh, ballet dancers because of the skimpy suits. Because, you know, you always have these groups, and I don't fuck with a lot of these groups. They want to complain about everything. Um, but your ass will burn up in some of those suits, too. You yeah. know, let's be clear about that. I, again, I just, you know, everything should be updated. Everything should be, um, people should be way more innovative. Um, some things don't have to just be classic. I mean, pads are necessary some, for yeah. some things are you standard. Football, but 
I, I think it would. It doesn't always have to be belly show. Like it doesn't always have to be boy uh, shorts. It doesn't always yeah. have to be that. Or True. Yeah. It could be what you want to make it be. Like I mean, like yeah, Mr. Hannah Williams. Like for her doing all that flat for, for the cat suit. For the cat suit. Because I think another woman wore a cat suit before too, but she had no body, and so it was like it's kind of like. The white kid that break dances is cute, it's cool, but when a black girl do it, I'm just like, oh, oh, you know. So I, 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 I think the girls should decide. Let the girls decide and let, let them cue my look. It's hot and it's supposed to be mindful. I think um, the organization as a whole should decide. Um, but, and I mean as a whole. So meaning, getting the input from the girls. Yeah, I mean, the girls, I just feel like in a situation like that, it should be a woman's uh decision in terms of an organization men should have no say so in a sense maybe like look we just have to think about our image but let i want you girls to be comfortable so you come up with a solution and then i would just and i'll give it the the, the ladies the executives would just ask them how they feel and just go from there um i know one company did that um one team did that and it worked out and i think that's how it should be essentially like that but um but bad yeah, brady i mean people love to hate him but shit it is what it is. So, funny story. Um, on Friday, Friday. Says, shout out to Gretchen Whitmore. Shout out to the governor of Michigan for shutting down the state um, due to the bitter cold, the temps. My God, I hope, you know, I haven't heard of any deaths recorded, but again, I'm not done watching the news this week. I don't know what I've been doing, but the news hasn't been on my radar. Um, but Friday was like our official day back to work and there was a lady who I guess was a tarot card reader this she's having a full-blown conversation on the phone and it's like beyond loud and she's like she's answering these questions because again we can only hear one side of it but she, every time she answers the question she's surprised and so in my mind I'm like why don't you already know it oh <laughs> she's a tarot card reader she has to get to know the person she's not a psychic you, you, you're thinking of a psychic like why don't you know what she's about to say you're a psychic so same cool. business to me then same thing <laughs> yeah but I was just like she was like oh yeah yeah and I'm just like you didn't know <laughs> See, our school dropped the ball um our district i just feel like like when i had school we only had about 70 kids out of 270 275 at our school on friday and i think the percentage across the board is like 30 percent enrollment for that friday and i think the kids still lose a day of school because of the attendance but the district they have three days that they get that they can use because of the governor call a state of emergency so the kids actually have about three days left Right. So that they can use without being consequent and have to make those days up. Because here's my concern was like literally like the kids could walk. And I told my husband, like, if our kids district was open, I wasn't gonna send them to school because they get dropped off in the morning time, but in the evening time that's not necessarily always the case. Well Facebook lit up with with the surrounding schools. It's a lot of people like I mean it was like two, three, four hundred people like, I'm not sending my kids to school. And so that's I mean that a lot of districts just looked at us like, okay, I'm going to go Because it was now. still like eight, eight degrees. To, and you're not trying to go. I, I mean, at that point, it's the end of the year, end of the week. 
you done nothing all week, and you kind of like, look, let me just start over on my dick, because what, what they going to really do? Cause I, I mean, did, but I like, did nothing. You, can't, you can't necessarily make the call on that, but making the call, like, Honestly, like the roles, people are just now getting back out. The roles, the safety concerns. No, you make it on a Facebook. Comp- I mean, people like I'm not like this is what I've seen from people from other districts. People like I'm not sending my kids to school, and I think that had to do mix that with the with the roles. Because let's be clear, they really didn't touch those roles like that. No, they didn't. Like, and then the issue is they couldn't touch the roles like that because it's so cold, so the slot wasn't working. No. Nope. Um, whatever was. Like the ground, the snow was compacted, so it was still like an ice skating rink. I see one truck was spraying some stuff on the ground, and then another truck was coming behind it with ice. Like it was some type of solution. With ice? Or I sludge? mean, salt. It was some type of solution, or whatever the case may be. Um, well, I know there's a new company, or not a new company, but there's a company here in Lansing where um, they, what do they do? They invented something better than salt. Wait, what? What is this? That's his combine. He was drafted. Oh. He was drafted 199, round six. You can't get much worse than that, but you can. But that's pretty bad. But see where he has turned into was, you know, a whole different beast. And he got, you know, when Drew Bledsoe went down, Tom Brady stepped in and, and took over the team. And this is, I think, at a Super Bowl, or during the Super Bowl, when he played the um, Green Bay Packers, I believe. Don't give me no lie. I don't really follow football like that. I tried just because of you, but I really don't care. So, this year. And the only thing I care about football is the Super Bowl, and I only do that because we have kids, and you know, that's something that you're into, and I want, you know, the kids to have a good time. So, we try to, you know, make it, you know, big, like party style, even if it's just us. Like, we're good for throwing a good old party and it just be us. I mean, so, I mean, he. he... I gotta give him his props. He stays calm in everything he does, and I respect that. He doesn't get worked up. He doesn't stress out. He, you know, he keeps himself together. Um, he keeps his body in shape. You know, I mean, he works hard. And that's what I was saying about the, the statement that Tim Tebow made. Which, again, what happened with that? Because um, I'm really still confused. Basically, you had a couple NFL analysts that I think helped push him out the game. Mark Solaris. Um, I call him Team Hate Tebow. Basically, Tebow feel like I'm a quarterback. And in the NFL, if if you have these niggas analysts get to talking, they feel like you should play other positions. They will rally together and kind of push that narrative on you. And that's what they did with Tebow. They felt like he should have been a tight end or or a running back and not play quarterback because he wasn't a traditional quarterback. He wasn't in the same vein as some of your other guys. Even though he beat a strong Pittsburgh team when they were doubting him, he still got no credit because you had this analyst, Mark Solaris, was kept pushing, like, I mean, to the point where, remember how people used to talk with President Obama to do things like the Fox News, how mm-hmm. anger in their face, like, that's how a lot of these analysts look because they hated him so much, they just felt like he should have been playing another position, and everything that came along with Tebow, and they made a spectacle about it, and so they eventually... You know, people start buying into it. He wasn't this, he wasn't that, and just kind of basically ended up edging him out. But he's a professional baseball player now. But for the minors. Yeah. yeah. Not for the majors. And and the thing about it, Tebow's a nice guy. No conflict, no random kids. Just a nice guy. He is, from from what I do know about him, he is, he leads with his 
heart, but he leads with the heart that is uh that is this sounds so foul. He leads with his heart that is his heart he sees the best in everything. Maybe I should say it that way. Yeah. He sees the best in everything and he is deeply rooted in his faith. And he leads with his faith. Maybe that's what I want to say. So yeah. therefore I'm not an asshole. And, and, I, and I think people have a hard time I'm with that. Asshole should not be the same. Nope. And I think a lot of people are, they have a hard time with that. They want it to be a, uh, some people to be an asshole. They want him to have a police record or something that they can hold on to. But they like, that, I think they because like when he went to, wasn't that him who went to Vegas and they did everything like possible to? Uh, was that him or somebody else? Was that another athlete? No, that was that other fool. Yeah, it was probably somebody um, else. But, oh, but, but they just couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't ruffle his feathers. They couldn't do anything. And so I think that just frustrated them. And this kid, this kid won at every level. He wasn't like some random. This kid won in high school, college. I mean, he was doing good in pros. I mean, a lot of NFL quarterbacks stuck up from like Steve Young, Dan Marino. Just like, I felt awkward. I don't have a perfect quarterback arm and pass. Like, and, and, and they pushed back. Like, everybody's not a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. You know, they deem Andrew Luck the next big quarterback. He can't even stay healthy. I mean, so these analysts sometimes, they do get it wrong. And they've gotten it wrong quite a bit. So, um, but the Super Bowl is, is a big spectacle. We I haven't watched Super Bowl, I mean, football a lot this year. If all uh, now, I've maybe watched it 3%. I maybe watched the last two minutes of certain games because I like the Rams. They're young. Um, they're energetic. I was just thought about the college ball. Um, I watched a lot of college ball. But you know, the funny thing is a lot of people don't even support Kaepernick. A lot of people don't. Like, you have a lot of people that do, but you have a lot of people like, man, I ain't trying to hear it. I'm still out. Like, I watch football. I don't got, I don't got shit to do. And we as black people have this. I don't got shit to do with me. So, and not just black people. A lot of people in general don't Thank give a shit. They don't give a shit about what Kaepernick is going through. It's like, that's dumb as hell. Um, one person I listen to, I don't say his name. He, um, he doesn't support it. He's like, I think it's stupid. Uh, what do you? Why can't we say his name? Oh, I'm not gonna say his name. Um, it just it, it just thinks it's Why? stupid. Why? Am I looking different over there? No, it's, they all, I don't want to say their name. I don't need to give them any press. I'm not getting a check for it. Um, oh, okay. Um, I, I but I agree with you. I do know why Cap did it, and people got away from there. Let this idiot in office control the narrative and make it about the flag, which is a racist anthem. If you want to be all the way honest. Um, a Navy or, or a military vet told Cap to take a knee. Cap didn't do that. No, Cap used to take a seat. Uh, a, a veteran told him to take a knee. Ask him to take a knee. Yeah. You know, ask him, say it's more respectfully to do that. And so, But people forget about that. They forget about why he did it. Um, but he, he's he's he's, he's going to win his case with the NFL. They, they can't. The only thing they, they have to stand on is that it's my money. I can pick who I want. His lawyer was on the Today Show and I missed it. He was not paying attention to this. I missed what was said. But. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll win. They'll have to set out because, yeah, you can say it's my money. I can pick who I want. But when you look at stats and history and consistency in any other world, you wouldn't pick. None of those guys. You wouldn't pick a guy who hasn't played in three years. Sorry, guys. I was no. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't pick a guy who hasn't played in three years. You wouldn't pick a guy who hasn't has only taken has only taken two snaps in the NFL, <laughs> just so you won't get cut. Like really, so it'll pay off. But I guess I can talk about this since we're in the vein of talking about Super Bowl. So this is Black History Month. 
So my question is, do you guys feel it? Do you feel black hair smell like you used to when you was a kid? Traditionally, um, oh. I believe this is just me. Because um, you were raised in a different city, um, which was more diverse. But I'm from big city Detroit, and which population was heavily black. And I celebrate Black History Month, so I felt it then. But now that I live in little small Hampton, where it's really super diverse, I don't think that it's being acknowledged the way that it is in the city of Detroit. But okay, that's when you was a kid. Can you do you got? the facts now from your friends in Detroit, I, can you get that information from them? So, I definitely can't ask because, again, we have it's four time. more podcasts for the month. Um, I definitely will ask, um, but this is just a kickoff, and so the kids have not been in school this week. So we'll see. So we'll see. Um, because you know, somebody put a post on on uh, IG was like, yeah, Black History Month, but that's the, that's the gag. You got the Super Bowl. Then you have the Oscars, then you have the Grammys, and then you have something else all for you guys to forget about is really Black History Month. And it's all like a week and a half apart. So you're always planning for something else and taking your And I'm like, damn, like it's four major events in the month of uh, well, February. Look at it like this. President um, Keto said, Happy Black History Month to us all. <laughs> and people probably was like, oh, that's so great. That's awesome. He really is not like me. Happy Black History Month to us all. <laughs> this guy's a loser. Like, I said, did he say that? I went back and read. He, he tweeted it out. But it's the people around him that just let him just, they can't control him. They can't bring him in. He is a wild pit bull. I mean, he's really turning C now. Like, the shit he's saying. It is like really like you are a dummy like jeez but I just but you know just when I saw that I'm like man they are trying to make a video about black history with these four but again I feel like that is I don't feel I don't feel that people are trying to make us forget it I feel that it is our right as black citizens <clears throat> to honor it but that's the thing, I don't, even when I've talked to a lot of people, don't honor black history. Like, but black again, you, what, what all I hear you say is that people don't, people don't, I ain't her, but what do you do? I do, I share, I mean, I do it all year with my kids, I do give back, you know, but when I look at, you know, our schools, I look at commercials on TV, I look at social media platforms from different people, and look at their feeds, there's nothing about black history anymore like it used to be, you used to see things on TV. Um, even I was in a diverse town, but even then we saw a lot of stuff. You used to see things, different commercials, and I mean, it's just, it's just not, it's not even about being taught, it's just not being put out there, you know, so, um. Again, I just, I feel like that's something that you have to teach, like, I, the reality is, is that they're not going to teach it in school. They didn't. They barely taught it in school when we were in school. No, they never have. They, they never have. But I. But so, I, I do I, think it's a, a plug to forget about Black History by having these four major 
um, events in the month of February. And yeah, I think, and I think about it, people do forget about it because you have the marketing that's coming with that. Okay. You know, so that's interesting. What else you have? This is all in the family name stuff, I guess. That's all I had for family, which is the tail part we had in the um, Super Bowl. Um, again, Cousin Chuck just, did I say that? Cousin Chuck just started, so um, I'm trying to pay attention to my first words. Uh, but in entertainment, Taraji got her star. Um, but I heard Taraji made some problematic or fake comments that he didn't try to fix it, but it still came out problematic. People need to stay with Mark Kelly, the comments. It's just, just backfiring a lot of people. I just think that maybe it's more of um, something that just needs to be all on one side and say, you know, child molestation is wrong and just be there. And so you have a lot of people that can't separate the art and the music. And that's the issue you're running into a lot. Of. Well, also Bob heard people can't separate it. Selena Johnson went on be performing R. Kelly songs. Um, I believe Jennifer Hudson says the same thing. Lady Gaga. Um, so there are a few people who are just making a. I mean, just knowing what I know from watching that doctor, no, I'm not asking for him to put out his own doc. Yes, I understand you should know both sides of the story, and in the middle, and there's a third side, which is the truth. It's just too much of this negativity going against him that for me to believe anything else. You you can't you can't wiggle your way out of this one. I mean, but at the end of the day, we've known this for years. Black people in general known this for years, especially the people in Chicago. Now, people have came forward, have filed charges, but he's paid them off too. So okay. it's not like nothing has not been done. Um, it's just that people have. Okay, know, pause it because I need to hear. Who's Hold on one second, guys. We, we will be right back. Sorry, uh, guys, when I edit this, we hear it jumping because I didn't pause it. Um, I guess it didn't click off like I wanted to. But um, basically, just talking about this Democratic senator who. Wore no, black, the governor. The governor who wore blackface back in the day. Um, but it's just, it's one of those things for me. Like, do we get held accountable for everything we do in our past? Like, everything? Maybe <clears throat> um, these politicians specifically. Is that no, it's politicians, it's rappers, it's actresses, it's actors, it's, you know, Joe Blow down the street. Everybody has to be held accountable um, for certain actions. Um, 
this governor on the fact that he did wear blackface. Um, and he states looking back on it, that was something that he didn't, he shouldn't have done. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like I, it. I don't like it, but at the end of the day, I don't feel like he should lose his job for it. He was a teenager, late teens, early 20s knucklehead. I mean, just like you, they, I, think, I feel like the media picks and choose who they want to Let me wanna, tell you something. I don't want to be held accountable for a dumb choice that I made when I was 18. You know what does that for us? Debt. Okay? Mm-hmm. Debt holds you accountable and I hate the feeling of debt. I am working really hard to get out of it. But that is the only thing that is constantly holding me accountable for dumb actions when I was 18. Because I look at something, I, I look at something like, you know, a lot of these football players are getting held accountable for old tweets and things they did. These kids are 16, 17, 18, and they really are losing scholarships and they're getting backlash. And I think they, they, they pick and choose. And like, if you're a clean cut white boy, he gets a pass. You know, but I see a lot of black boys, they get held accountable for old tweets. They beat up some uh, college kid, um, a high recruit, because of some old tweets. These kids are young. You're, and they always say your brain's not developed. So why are you holding these kids accountable for certain, certain things they say? You know, nobody held the young white girl accountable for when she, except for the court, when she set up two black boys said she raped them, and she laughed about it in court. Because she thought she was going to get off because she's a pretty white girl, went to an Ivy League school, and that it didn't matter. But these boys have careers are messed up because there are people who still think they actually did it, and that she was the victim. You know? Just like the boys at MSU who got jammed up by the old girl at a party. Mm-hmm. She got mad because people found out she was a slut bag. And um, so that prosecutor basically dug deep from a lot of some of the books in Michigan uh, having sex with an unwed woman that was a charge because that's an actual charge. Mm-hmm. And that's what they went with. And they, I mean, these boys lost their future because this girl lied. It's, it's I, crazy. Yeah, I just, you know, like I said, I wouldn't want to be held accountable for something that I said in, when I was 18. Um, I, I just thinking about some of the dumb shit I thought, my process, my mind thought. I remember um, eighth grade graduation trip, we went to Disney World, and me and my girlfriends were having a conversation, um, and we were like, well, you know, if we were to get pregnant in high school, 16 would be, you know, like the ideal age because um, at least we can drive, we can work, you know. Again, dumb ass comments. And when I got pregnant at 28, I still wasn't ready. And there's girls that actually got pregnant at 16 and it was a group of them. They were young. Yeah, they made that pregnancy pack and they yeah. did a whole movie about it. Yeah, and they all got pregnant. White and black, right? <laughs> or all black girls? All white girls? It was white girls in the movie, I believe. But was it, but wasn't it in real life black girls? I don't know. Or was it mixed? No, I think it was all white girls. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, I mean, that was a dumbass comment. That was a dumbass. <laughs> I think people need to use it. use use your grown up lens and think about what what's being said. Like I'm pretty sure, like the Democratic race is heavy right now, right? Wait till they start digging into people's lives. How fast people start dropping off, very quickly. 
Well, Kamala is out there. Cory Booker is now entered the race for 2020. I like Cory Booker. I like Kamala, but they haven't. They haven't done. Cory's not ready. Kamala's not ready either. She's not done enough yet. She hasn't. I mean, her and Cory in the same vein. They haven't done enough yet. Cory's not ready. Kamala, I feel, is more prepared than Cory. Um, she has more wind than Cory, I think. She, yeah. She is taking the role of Obama. But like she's she's going to try and run on his role. I can see that, but when you come down to it, they're both not ready. They, they have not much to stand on, unfortunately. Neither did Obama. He was a two. He was a one-term. She, not she, even a full. She has more presence. Yeah, she has more. I didn't think he was a senator for four years before the, he ran for president. Okay, let me push pause real quick. We have a boy that just woke up. Okay, we are back. We had a brief intermission because I had to get the boy together. Um, he had some stomach issues, but uh, we're moving on. Um, so Jesse Smollett um, was attacked, but people are calling that into question. Um, a lot of bad reporting. I don't know what's happening. Well, he well he was on stage last night and he's like, I got four bullet points, and um, he's like, my lawyer's saying, no, Jesse, just fucking sing, no. So he said that one, his ribs wasn't cracked. Two, he said he went to the doctor that day and was released that day with an overnight stay. Um, and he said I did fight back, and um, this was all courtesy of the um, the shade room. Um, so he fought back, his ribs wasn't cracked, he was to check in and out, he checked in and out of the, uh, yeah, in a minute, buddy, we'll be back in a minute, okay, and you can play. Okay, just hold on. And so, some of the reporting was, was wrong, and I feel like they were trying to basically, he's a black gay man, and I feel like he's not going to get the same press as a white gay man, so they're doing whatever they can to discredit him. Um, the reality reality is he, he was assaulted, um, and so this is courtesy of the shade room. Um, well, they were saying that they're, they tried to find, like, video, video of it, and they can't. can't. Yep. So what you're about to hear is a, a clip from the shade room, what they pulled from the, from the concert last night. So that's kind of so that's coming straight from his mouth. Um, what was said? If you guys, hopefully, you guys heard that um, or whatever. Um, so I mean, what do you think? I mean, I just I hope that they figure out what happened to him. I agree. Um, I don't like the fact that like now, like they're calling the question whether it happened or not. Yeah, and that's and it's, but 
I don't. Because they, again, they said there's like 20 cameras in the area in which he said he was attacked and other cameras by See, I, I, I try to check these different um, websites um, as far as like on Twitter, like Glad and those guys, because they always have a lot to say when somebody says something about the LGBTQ community. They, they always got a lot to say, but I, I, I'm just trying to see if they had anything to say about this incident because, you know, they, they pick and choose who they want to stand up for yeah. at, at the end of the day. Um, a lot of black people did come to say like we're supposed to. Steve um, Harvey, um... That's the only person that's coming to mind, but I, I like, see a lot. I like, I like Steve Harvey. He's like, look, I ain't trying to be politically correct. Just, you know, whatever you want to do, we can. <laughs> I love it, though, because that's, for me, I feel like that's how it just needs to be handled. There wasn't no time to be politically correct, y'all. We, we won't have to just deal with it. Um, people went in on Kevin Hart. Like, look, Kevin Hart's not homophobic, so you people that's trying to bash him, stop it. Like, he may, he, he, he. He's a comedian, and he had a fear of, as a man, which most men, straight men, have in this country. What would you do if your son was gay? Tell me, you're not gonna love him, but you're gonna have that moment. Like, oh shit, word, okay, okay. And you have some old school white men as well that ain't having it. Let's let's talk about that. You know, I think when black men say things about the gay community, they career ends way faster than white men, if, yeah. if not at all. Um, that's just the reality. You look at Isaiah Washington, he got blackballed for saying something about one of the gay actors a long time ago. He got blackballed for like two years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it wasn't even something like real dramatic. I mean, so, but previously there were white women that said some things about African Americans. Um, quiet as it kept, Reese Witherspoon made some racial comments some years ago. She was getting on the elevator and she was yelling about eat my fried chicken and macaroni. Like it was. But it was pertaining to something a black person had said, or some pertaining to that our culture. But but since she's America's sweetheart, we're gonna bury that story. Um, so we'll check this out. So B Smith, remember she used to be a model back in the day. Um, then she came and started doing like styling and cooking shows. Um, you, if you've seen a picture of her, you remember okay. her dark skin woman. Um, Google is so good, you will have like a right point of reference. But you're gonna probably point up her husband. Anyhow, her husband, who was her caretaker, B. Smith, if you don't know, she has Alzheimer's. Um, and her husband is her caretaker, along with another woman. And he and the other woman, he's still married to B. Smith, they have not gotten a divorce. He and the other woman are B. Smith caretakers, but they also are dating or they're either dating or they're engaged. They're in a relationship. And the woman's white. And she also lives with them hard time. And his, he said, either love it or let, you know, love it or don't, basically. But I get, I get where he comes from. Because now I have had this happen in my own family um, where my uncle moves he got into an additional relationship because my aunt wasn't the woman that she married any, that he married anymore because of what she went through and that's not the whole story but yeah. and but pretty much she's in the same she didn't have Alzheimer's but she, she had some brain malfunctions and things like that so my question is is it because she's white or is it because she's another woman and you're still married 
both. So I say to that, do we know the conversation that that man had with his wife or your uncle had with his wife? Do we know that intimate conversation that they had together that they may, she may have said, I want you to date, I want you because I'm not going to be here in the next, so I want you to, I don't want you to be alone. It's okay. So do we know those conversations? I think, so I think sometimes people are quick to judge and they don't know the conversations that those two people had privately, you know, and to us, obviously it looks bad, it looks fucked up, but we don't know what happened in their bedroom, the conversation that they had. You know, so yeah, optically, it looks really crazy. It looks really I'm, crazy. Here's the thing, Jay. I'm not for it. I struggled with it. I really did. I struggled all week because this story came out earlier this week. I struggled with it all week. Um, because I feel like them divorced me. Let's go ahead and get a divorce. Let's make sure that everything is right. Because death do us part means something. This is not her longtime boyfriend. This is her husband. He took vows. And it's not to say that they still can be in a loving relationship because with Alzheimer's, she does have memory that comes back. It doesn't mean that she's just in. It's in and out. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like divorce me. I, I, because just, how how can you move on? Like if you are really into, how can he move on? He can't move on because now she is not in a state of mind. I, I have but, so what if he wants to marry this woman? He can't do that. I see. I have different opinions on it. Um, and uh, we don't know how long she's going to live with Alzheimer's. And, and see, and that's the trick, and that's where you get into weird situations. Okay, on one end, if the doctor's given her potentially a certain amount of time then you need to have some first integrity and be like you know what this is what i want but i need to honor my wife to the very end and once you know that process has happened then we can possibly move forward but then once again we don't know despite what our feelings are we don't know the conversations that she had with him in her sanity when she was fluid but she knew her mind was slipping we don't know so we can condemn it but we don't know their personal but i understand about him, I'm saying if, if this was me, that's not how I want things played out. So you would try to make that decision when you're still sane. Correct. Okay, that makes sense. That because sense. how how can he he can't go marry this woman? He's madly in love with this other woman. He cannot marry her. No, and and it, and it's it's, a, it's a, like I say, it's a tough situation because. As a woman, you're making that decision, but then as a man, you have to make that integrity decision. Like, no, I'm not going to leave my wife. Like, I guess she's in this space. But it's not even, that's what I'm saying. He didn't have to leave her. They could still be in a, they could still be in a relationship. He could still be her caretaker, but he can't really live his life to the fullest as he's claiming that's what he wants to do now with this new woman because he is still legally married to be. and, And see, on one end, I see, for me, being honest, I think a lot of it is a black and white woman thing. But, you know, I'm thinking that's how you think it's a black white woman thing. But for me, really, they should just catch this to themselves personally. You know, and if it's you, you need to get me getting. But, I mean, maybe there are other people that are going through this right now. I mean, his daughter's for it. It may not be a white woman, maybe two black people, you know, three black people. You know, in the middle, maybe a man. I Um, have an issue with interracial dating, but. But, you know. Which. It's it's something that for me I just feel like we don't know the story. 
and if, if they are in agreement, especially the, ch- if the children are okay with it, I think that's the biggest piece. I mean, because it's not that I'm saying, I'm not saying that he should not be happy. So because you, I'm saying that he should have divorced B. He could have still been her caretaker because just because you're divorced does not mean that the relationship ends. I, I get that. I, some people, yes, yeah, some people end, they walk away, they never see each other again. These people have children together, so they got to still be in a relationship. So you struggle. So you're so. Part- I, I'm saying he, he can't. His whole thing of posting this and telling us and showing us or whatever is simply because he wanted to say, I still get to live my life. And but he can't live his life. Not truly, no. Because he's still married to her. Yeah, I, I think some things he should have kept to himself. You know, I think like you said, part of your issue is that you have an issue with interracial dating marriages. But how was that for you? What do you mean? You dated a white guy in college. I did. So how do you struggle with that? I didn't for a long time. And then I realized um, in the last three years that I have a problem with interracial marriages. Okay, okay. So the story, is the story about that or is it about... I just want to know how you go from dark and lovely to Giselle uh, Cecil. She was probably there. I mean, in terms of probably, probably his caretaking team. Again, maybe she. It was, makes me question. Was she the it nurse? It makes me question. I don't know. I mean, it could have been that she. I don't, I don't know. know how. I don't know how this relationship really developed. Um, they didn't really go into and, it. And All see, I know is that she now is a caretaker. See, I him. see. I have to understand the story. Like if. If this is some random chick that he just went out and saw it and that and that just been being out and about, then yeah, I have a problem. Now, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's better. Emotional support group, maybe, maybe you know, she's caring for her mother who has Alzheimer's. And, 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 I mean, it could have been all of that. Yeah, I mean, Again, uh, your, preference, your preference it, is you was with Dark and Lovely, now you would. So, what if it was a black woman? Would it be okay? No. Or are you just talking about this, 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 the, 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 the optics of him? Being in love with another woman while he's still married is an issue. Outside yes. of the interracial piece, this, that the main core is the fact that you're still married to this woman, and why are you holding on? Mm-hmm. So, and see, I don't like stories like that because I feel like I need to know more. I need to understand. Um, what is it for you to understand? I need to understand the who, what, where, where, how. Like, why? So, like, like you said, the, the woman. Okay, was that a nurse prior? Were they in a support group? Or is it some chick he met at the gas station? What difference does it make? Because point. they connected. Like if he, if she was there every day with him in his support group, or if she was a, 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 a hold on one second, one second. Um, I guess for me, I want to understand his thought process because if it's a situation where you know they were in a support group, they spent a lot of time together, or if she was the the nurse for the mom, like a backup nurse, then I can understand them forming that bond and that bond turning into something else but if it's somebody that he just randomly met out and about it's like but how it makes the difference because he actually put more effort to get to know that person opposed to a support group where they're sharing stories and they have a common connection with like you say they may be a mom or aunt so so basically he's trying to justify i mean because at the end of the at the end of the day what this man said is that he knew, even though her life is going, is diminishing, his life does not, and he still needs to live. That is what he said. 
I see, and I have a hard time. Is that her words or his words? That's his words. But I'm saying, but once again, we don't know that intimate conversation in her saying this. We don't know what she said, what she was thinking logically to him. It doesn't matter. This, that's why I said I feel that they should have divorced. I, I disagree. Like, for instance, I watched. Um, now, maybe they didn't divorce because maybe he carries the health insurance. And so she, he has to stay married to her for the coverage. And, that, and that's that's a real situation, okay? Some yeah. people will get married for health insurance. And then live two separate lives. And it's like, yeah. I ain't going to I'm not going to get back into I may get into another relationship, but I won't marry because I need to make sure she's covered because of her illness. And, you know, yeah. I, I've seen that. Yes. Um, it's like the good doctor that comes on. It was a, a episode where a, one of the doctor's friends had brain cancer, something like that. And she's like, look, I'm not going to be here in the next couple months. I want you to start dating my husband. You guys always had a good chemistry. You guys are great together. I think he, I don't want him to be alone. I think you're perfect for him. Go out on a date. Like, so it's like, okay, did that type of conversation happen? She's like, I'm not going to date your husband. She's like, he won't be my husband for long. So I want him to be with somebody that I trust and respect. So I want you to date him. I want you him to be with you. So did those type of conversations happen? We don't know. We don't know, but again... You know, I just feel, I just feel like he can't live his best life. And this is personal for you being, too, because of your uncle. I mean, that's that's personal for you too, because you've actually had a real story. So it's a tough one, you know. It, it's a tough one. I think. I that's, mean, but you know, that's, that's why that's their relationship, and it's a tough one. Mine, so. Yeah, that, that's a tough one. So room five um, performance. There'll be some romantic Super Bowl, but their NFL like pregame show questionnaire, whatever it is, was canceled. Yeah, he didn't want to do that. Um, no, the NFL canceled it. Oh, so we all we all thought that Maroon Five backed out, but uh, Adam Levine was like, "You it, need to ask the NFL because we don't know." Let me, say, let me tell you something. Roger Goodell, he is a a bitch. If you make forty something million dollars a year, maybe you're making more than most players in the NFL. And you stand for nothing. Like, you're a coward. We understand that, you know, you hold, you're you holding Robert Kraft's nutsack because he helped you get elected as commissioner. You know, you had opportunity to speak out against the game where the, um, the Patriots and the uh, Saints, I mean, not the Patriots, but uh, the Rams and the Saints and that, and that hit. You said nothing, but we've got to continue the game. We're going to look at well, instant replay. And that's it. You said nothing about Colin Kaepernick. Like, you just a hoe. Like, you don't stand for anything. You talk tough. You don't stand up for African Americans in the league because there's tons of white males in the league that's, that has beat the shit out of their wives, that has had countless drug addictions. You say nothing, but when a black person does something, you are you don't stand up. And I know because I have friends that's played in the NFL, and I've heard these stories directly from them. So it's not like I'm just spewing off some bullshit. I've had friends that witnessed these things. They've seen their white counterparts get arrested for DUIs, cocaine possession, meth possession, and nothing happens. They're just they'll get taken off the roster as uh, injured reserve. Mm-hmm. But the black people, they get news media, drug addiction, <clears throat> women beaters, and all that. Like Ray Rice, everybody got on Ray Rice. But what people don't realize, that following week, a white punter from Baltimore, or, or, or I know it wasn't Baltimore, it was another team, I forget, he beats his wife. Nothing happened. Nobody knew about it. A white punter. Hmm, nice clean-cut guy, but he beat the shit out of his wife. Actually beat her. 
where Rice, Ray Rice slapped the shit out of his wife and knocked her out once, which is still wrong, but this dude actually beat his wife, like punched her. So it's it's just I just I struggle with the NFL. Struggle. NFL is problematic. But people still gonna watch it. The streets of Atlanta is heavy. Well, we're gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. So. People in Philly are watching last year's game. Because they don't want, they don't support New England Game Court. So I mean that's pretty cool, you know. But Bow Wow was arrested. <laughs> As I just <laughs> trolling the Instagram. Little Duval, no, Little Duval is trolling. Little Duval, Little Duval started a hashtag support Bow Wow. Oh no, justice for Bow Wow. Two thousand six nine. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bow Wow, I can't wait till the Reed get a hold of this because you know your your people are gonna torch him. Like Lil Duval had a caption like Justice for Bow Wow and they had uh God rest his soul, Bernie Mac and uh my man like that he was on a FaceTime with them in the corner. <laughs> oh Bow Wow. Uh, moving on. And then fifty cent trolled him. And I just his these, young, these young kids, come on now. Where is, I need his career over. I need for these mentors to step in, and I need for these young kids to listen. But you know what? What, what that, the hell? But you know what? Fat Joe tried to tell him like a week and a half, two weeks before. Fat Joe said they're watching you. You need to chill, nephew. Like you need like it's an interview on IG. Fat Fat Joe specifically is like I fuck with you, but you gotta stop. Like they're watching you. He said I know that because they did this shit to me. He's an I can't. Fat Joe tried to warn him. I need for these kids. I don't know what we're not teaching these kids at home. I don't know what's happening. These kids gotta start listening. You don't need to yeah. go do a bid like Meek Mill for you to fit, finally fucking get it. Like, you need to listen early. Learn from other people's mistakes. Just shit, people don't make mistakes just for the hell of it. Like, you. I think, you either win or learn. I think what Pick she, I think what you said is most important. They need these kids need to start fucking listening to. They need because I think people are doing. Everybody ain't Instagram famous. It, YouTube ain't for everybody. You ain't gonna make it just like that. Put in the fucking work. Stop doing these dumbass. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that you got into a game because you need to learn how to survive. Because I mean, you know, you had to help give your mama some money. I get that. But, you, and, and, but at some point in time. Use your fame for good and stop being in these streets. Like Meek Mill is getting it. Like he, 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 he's on some right track. Like him and Puffy, they had like a they had a big, you know, meeting with all the guys, and they just talking about how they doing shit differently this year. And that's what I'm on this year. Like I'm trying to get my credit together so I can get into my real estate because like lately I've been feeling like I'm in a rat race. I'm just doing the, like I'm in Groundhog Day. I'm doing the same shit every day, and it and that can weigh on you. Like, that can weigh on you. I mean, I hate it. Like, some days, I'm, I was just sitting stare at the wall because I'm like, this can't be my fucking life. Like, I'm just doing the same thing every day. You know, these rappers, like Takashi, you have you have the world at your fingertips. You have the ear of the people. But you want to be, can't nobody fuck with me, can't nobody, da, da, da. You know, you've got a spotlight on you now. Now your career is over. Nobody's going to take you serious. Nobody's going to take you serious. Like, you are done. Like, Snoop clowning, 50 Cent clowning. Like, you're done. You can't come up fucking that gang gang shit now. You about, you you may get probation because you told so many people. Like, it's, it's a wrap for you. Go and yeah. get, get your face removed, the laser, remove all the tattoos. It's going to be a Daniel Hernandez. And uh, hopefully you got some money left on and go work at Walmart. 
school kids went to the street room to the um to the clinic. She was turned away the first time because the student didn't have health insurance. She went to another clinic, lied and said it was her son, and was able to get him medicine. Otherwise, I mean, it was a dire situation. Did she get hit by or something? No, she ended up having, she ended up getting like having to go to like some kind of class or whatever. But still, um, our health care it has to start to get better. You can't have kids dying over like simple things because he he had asthma or whatever, and then he ain't had no money to get his inhaler or like something to that to that effect. And I just I, I struggle with like. Our kids, like our babies, should not be. They should be able to go to a clinic and be able to go get simple medication. Like if you're an adult, you should be able to figure it out. You should be able to have the things you need. But if you're a baby, a young young person, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, you don't have control over health insurance. You should be able to go to a clinic and get those things, and it should be free of charge. Like we're so fucked up in this country with certain things that it just don't make sense. And it's a lot because we have this asshole that's in charge of our country that, you know, he's fucking up relationships with our allies because, once again, I'm going to tell you people, he wants to be every bad guy's bad guy. He wants to be talked about in the same vein as the dictators in our country. For him, that's power. Like, he sees himself as a Saddam Hussein, you know, or Osama bin Laden, or a... Mm-hmm. Like, he sees himself in that vein of those those guys because mm-hmm. that's respect. They get respect. And, and the, the quicker people realize that, the quicker people will start figuring out how to get it. Like in this new, like in the 2020 election, not many people are going to challenge him because they're so terrified for whatever reason of him. They're scared of the backlash. And he has so many people, uh, you know, snowed that they are scared to go against him. I mean, you may have two people that go against him. I think Tim Kaine and maybe somebody else. But... Back to your point, our kids should not be having to worry about health care at nope. that age. So I commend that teacher for doing that. Um, and commend the lady who... And so the deep freeze. I'm giving a shout out. Her name is Candace Payne. Yep, I was about to say that. She, pays, she paid for at least 80... At first it was like only like 20, yeah. 20 people. She paid on her Amex. Number one, shout out to having an Amex. Um, is that a good card? Yeah, you have to have a good credit to have an Amex. Just like you got money, or just yes. Shout out to you. Um, but she paid for rooms for people in Chicago because it was so cold. Um, I mean, there were still deaths, but I mean, they definitely she did a she, lot more. So she, she did, did what she could. She did what she could. And I appreciate you. Um, the groundhog says that spring is near. Good looking out, groundhog. Um, about time. It's about to be like fifty today. Because it was below fifty. Because he been on bullshit the last couple of winters. The groundhog been on some straight bullshit. Um, and then this right here is what pissed me off as well. Sean King reported that inmates at a New York federal prison have been without food, water, heat, and electricity for five days. That's crazy. Um, you can hear them banging on the wall. You can see, like, you hear, I don't even understand how that's possible. How do we allow for that? First off, where the fuck are my federal tax dollars going? And why the governor of New York is not doing anything, or senators, or mayors, or uh, Congress, or uh, council people, or, you know, why are you guys not yelling about this? Why is this even happening? They committed crimes, no doubt. They're going to do their time, but they're still human beings. They still have due process. I mean, what the fuck are we doing? I mean, I just think about, like, people who couldn't pay to get out of jail. 
and they and so now they're sitting in this facility. You know, well, that's, it's a feds. They said it's a federal prison. Well, so they're there. They're there. Yeah, so, I mean. It, but that's one thing, you know, a different note I would love to do if I had money. Once I have money, I could say that I want to bail out people who can't bail themselves out. Because I think uh, French Montana did that. He spent a couple hundred thousand bailing out people in that East Coast area that didn't have the money. I believe I think it was the East Coast um, that didn't have the money to get themselves out of jail. And they were just there because of bail money. That's it. I mean, I think that's, I like that call. And I think that's something that we should be looking at doing. I mean, even waiving guys' fees. Like, they don't have it. But that's a problem, like in our country. Yeah, there are so many initiatives to, for that. Um, I just, it's this trash ass society that is that I am living in. I just try to be a better human. And, and listen, I said this before. Our world is not getting better. Like we've had just some good hope and some good things happen, but overall, our world is not getting it's, better. It's, it's people not. like Candace who just who make me. Make it gives smile. you hope. Yeah, she makes you smile. She definitely, but then you then just be some bullshit next week or next day, and it's like, oh my god. And I think a lot of it comes from the leader of our country. Like when, when President Obama was in office, you you had hate, but not to this level. Like not to this level. Like the like how many mass shootings we've had since this idiot's been in office? Like four, five. I don't even count them. You know, but yet you want to talk about immigrants. Like if you compare the numbers of immigrants. Uh, murders to white American murders in the last four years, yeah, the last three, two years, three years, it doesn't compare. These white people are killing American citizens, but you want to focus on immigrants. Like, stop the bullshit. I just don't know. Like, it's crazy, but... Um, I want to end this on a high note, because we were you with him. I don't have nothing high to say, so how about you? <clears throat> Um, man, look, school's almost, I mean, we're almost at the end of school, you know, you got That's to, not right now, we are still in February. Yeah, the school's over in, what, May, June, the seniors in May? Mm-hmm. Um, just, same thing, guys, um, just go ahead and make sure you get your, your kids registered. We say this every, check your mental health, if you got some issues, see a doctor, yeah, see a counselor, um, please. It's, it's real, it's not a game. Um, I think somebody just committed suicide here recently. I think a girl did. It's something that she's been contemplating for years. And I know it's not oh, a yeah, high a, a man just committed suicide. So, at, uh, he was a he was a worker at, at the airport and he jumped to his death. So, and I know we say high note, but we just really want you guys to really Mental health is it's very important. Kids, yeah. summer is coming up. Get all your stuff registered now. You should be on the website trying to get that funding to get your kids registered for scholarships. Get your kids prepared for college if they're seniors. Applications should be already out. Financial aid should been already out and done. Yeah, we um, have a senior, but you know she's going into the arts, so um, school is not on her list right now. If you guys going through things, you know, seek help, talk about it. Um, most importantly, man, it's just an old saying: control the things you can, the things you can't let them go. I mean, it's very simple. And I know it's hard to do for some people, but that's just the easiest thing that I can tell people to do. So. Um, with that being said, be blessed. Be blessed. Happy Sunday. Until next time, I'm Greg. I'm Quita. Peace.